Hey, there you are. All right, good morning. How's it going? What's happening? I actually logged on. Didn't see you logged out and logged back in again, mate. What's going on? Ah, sorry, bro. Getting the techies out of the way. Technical issues are gone. We're good. Fingers crossed. Everything crossed. Well, just oh, I've done that thing with my camera again. What are you saying? You're gonna run up some numbers. I'm just gonna pour myself a fresh, that's what a I'm fresh trying. glass of I'm Sauvignon. I'm trying to see who's really in there. I'm working with the Magnum today. You're working yeah, with the Magnum, yeah. yeah it's that, not that, the Maggie that, that we usually work with, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, um, can we talk about joined uh, Andy? Shouts out to Nicole Pure Innocence. Lily Julian joined. Shouts out to Anna. Yeah, man. Let me send. Let me run up some numbers. Let me send out some messages to those who are usually rolling with us. All right. So while he's doing that, I'm going to set some ground rules, people. Today we need people to be in here to set the ground rules, though. Surely. Oh, Anna, grab Go a on. glass of wine. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. What's poppin'? Hey, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. I don't even know Nicole, but I just sounded. I like the way you said hi, Nicole. So I thought it make it sound like. You get me? He's <laughs> so anyway. dumb. Anyway. Yeah. We're here. Oh, big up to the girls that can we talk about. Loving the shout out during the week. The, the, mm -hmm. the appreciation was, it, it landed. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We got a lot to talk about. We got mm. some. Shouts out to Hazel Nick, Hazeline Nikki. Oh, yeah. Got your safe. I had to hit a young Millie Rock because I'm excited, bro. Tell me, why are you excited? I'm excited because there's just a lot to talk about, bro. There is a, a lot. A lot's been going on. There is a lot to talk about. And you know, I'm quite excited as well because since you lot was slewing me in the DMs telling me that I looked like I was broadcasting from a sex dungeon, I've got the Instagram light. You can probably see it in my... Ch I, I need to wear my glasses today because... Last week, I was trying to read the comments. Hey, but now I can see it. You're glowing, my guy. You're glowing. <laughs> I, can, I can see it. Have you noticed that this week, I've changed up my broadcasting position? I've can you just allow them to have... Can you allow them to have a glimpse of that picture, please? Because it's monumental artwork. Come I mean, on. I don't want to incite no violence, but if that was arrogant, oh. Anyway. Just, just do a little lean. Lean and bop. Well, look at that. <laughs> bro, do you remember when dabbing was actually a thing? Yeah, we can't dab again in 2020, bro. It's what not cute. What actually happened to it? You know what happened to the dab? It, it happened. It's the same thing that happens to all of these fads. Like the wrong people get. Like there was dabbing on Good Morning. Like yeah, yeah, dabbing yeah, on yeah. GMTV. Like How's drop me out. Yeah, dabbing in. No, 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 no. Stop but that. Then, hey, I don't. I don't think everyone em embraced the Nene like how they embraced the dab. But the Nene was No, they didn't. The, the Nene was good. And you and me, obviously, you and I, we hit, I mean... Nene! Oh, the world! The world's still here. The world's still here. Like. I, I do hit, I mean, whoa, I can't lie. I'm not going to lie. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not a spring chicken, but don't count me out. Shouts out to Miss <clears throat> Hislop. Miss Hislop. 2483, bring up your status. Shouts out to Cecil G. Um, message your friends. Message your friends. Let's get sharing. Share, share, share. Let's get these numbers up. <laughs> Conversation. 
You said I'm flexing with my ring light. Listen, it was either ring light or sex dungeon. And I, I'm a Christian, so ring light has to work. You get me? Yeah, man. You don't want to be in the... I mean, the sex dungeon. <laughs> Tales from the reflection of the, the ring light. You hear me? The little yeah, halo, innit? Yeah, just let you know we're taking production very, very seriously in 2020. We're up you in the levels, bro. We're up in the levels. We're up in the levels. We're up in the left. Listen, we got a lot to get to, bro. So we need to lay some ground rules. Well, yeah, before we get to the ground rules, I've got to say back once again. You don't know it is the Take Podcast Boys in the building. I go by the name of uh, DJ Illness UK, my co conspirator. Stain says in the building, make sure you spell Dane with an I, please, because that's how my mum intended it. Thank you very much. Right. So we're back in the building, and we've got a lot to talk about. Um, Broadcasting me, I'm broadcasting from a new place in the house, so I'm quite elated about that. Then you're broadcasting with new production value ring light, so you're kind of made up about that. But what we got to talk about, talk about, let's talk about it, man. I want to say, we've uh, got... sorry to cut you, I want to send a shout been listening and will be listening to this from Spotify or Apple Music. Um, I'm seeing the, the traction, I'm seeing the traction, I'm feeling the movement, so. Out to people that feel like they're just going to come and listen back later. I'm seeing you guys. But yeah, what was you going to say? What was you going to say? What was you going to say? Bro, I'm struggling to get out. I, I made some pizza because I thought, let me eat so that the Sauvignon Sundays don't hit too hard. But the pizza feels like it's just jamming in my teeth. So apologies if you're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> let me sit a bit back so you can't see the pizza. But yeah, we've got ground rules this week because last week, even though it was an awesome episode on Wednesday and Sunday, two episodes, we're just going to make things a little bit smoother. So the rules are, if you have a question to ask us, you need to make use of the question facility in your bottom right-hand corner. Type out your question, we'll make it large and we'll talk about it. We're not going to be scrolling through these comments like researchers trying to find the questions that you've asked. So make it easy for us and we'll make it easier for you. If we don't see it, we won't read it out, we won't talk about it. Is that a deal? Wave to me if that's a deal. I'm waving. That's a deal. I've signed off on it, so you get what I'm saying? But yeah, so people, I really do enjoy it when people do get involved in the conversation, but please, mm. the question, um, I was about to say question mark, the question tool at the bottom of your Instagram. And I think it's only fair, um, who's listening in right now? Does anyone want to kick us off with a question? Before we get into what we want to get into, anybody want to kick off with a question? I can, I'm waiting for someone to ask a question. Remember it's, <laughs> remember it's Sunday, please. Let's keep it sanctified, these questions. Thank you very much in advance. Just saying. Hashtag. Hashtag just saying. Let's get going. Let's but get bro, we've got a lot to get to. Who wants to be the first to ask a question, just so that we know that the question <coughs> um, is, is working? I'm patiently waiting. I'm going to give them till I finish my ice cream, and then I'm just moving on without it. What we said? Bruv, I'm loving that picture. Do you know who the artist was at all? No idea. My sister got it for me. It's lit, bro. How are you both doing? Well, that is a question. question that I usually ask you and you usually ask me, but thank you very much. That one coming from Dr. Drew. Big up your status, Dr. Drew. Personally, myself, um, I'm doing very well, thank you very much. It was a nice, pleasant day up here in the northern part of England. So um, I enjoyed a little bit of that weather and uh, was out in the garden. What do you know about being out in the garden? I hear that, bruv. I hear that. I took in some sun rays as well. I had a socially distanced gathering, masks and gloves included. 
just catching up with my schoolmates. We had some good news. We had some great news. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a good Sunday. We're, we're, I feel like we're both in good spirits. Mm -hmm. You're Love loving it. that Magnum, innit, bro? I'm trying to get it done so man can get to the. Because <laughs> um, we got a lot to talk about, bro. We got another question. What is the topic today? All right, cool. I feel like. Okay, someone's asking the same question twice. Shouts out to um, MJ for Life UK. We got to say, what is the topic today? All right, so what is our first topic for today? I feel like we need to rewind back to Wednesday. We're going to rewind back to Wednesday. So after Wednesday, I told you guys that you needed to refocus your attention and switch your live streams and listen to Akala. Our very own Akala, Britain's finest, our community's finest. He went on live for an hour and a half and he answered a lot of the questions that were posted. It was kind of like a Q&A. He set up as a Q&A, right? And he was kind of just fielding questions from the audience. Um, but we definitely want to just recap and speak about that because it was a monumental time for sure. What was your thoughts on it? Personally, I really enjoyed it. Um, I feel like one thing, one thing that comes to my mind with that live is like I could see that a lot of people from within the culture, especially UK-based, look to him as a beacon of light. Mm. And I felt like he wears that crown quite well. I made, like, it kind of, one of the questions that I had, or I really wanted to know the answer from, mm -hmm. I've been able to hear before, is if he would be interested in getting into politics. Right. He was and, asked that, yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he was asked it quite, but his answer came when he was answering something else when he said mm -hmm. he'd prefer to be, I took it as he'd much prefer to be an activist and put pressure in from the outside rather than yeah. outside, which is yeah. really cool. So I was, I was happy that I got an answer to my question. But I feel like the, the, the information he was just giving out, like effortlessly, was, was inspiring, to be honest. And Bruv, um, I, I consider myself well-read, right? Mm -hmm. I consider myself well-read. I feel like I'm when i speak on something i don't like to speak on it from a point of view of flight and fancy i like to do my research and be educated in what i'm saying that guy if if i'm if i'm league one he's champions league like the guy is so broadly read and knowledgeable on such a broad range of subjects that i think for a lot of people that were listening to him in that environment for the first time it would have been a lot like even me myself i listened to it live for the most part until my internet decided to play fududu, and then what I did is I listened and then I listened to it back um, the morning after with a notepad, and I took notes. And okay. when I caught something that pricked my ear, I took notes because he's a person who will casually drop gems on you, mm -hmm. like complete gems, and you'll miss 50, 60, 70 percent of what he's saying. But he's giving you nuggets that you can go away go away and really think about, like it was phenomenal. Just going back to your point about him, um, you know, talking about him entering politics and stuff. I think yeah. Akala is, is someone who I can say with all the positivity of what this word presents, he's an agitator. And I mean that in terms of political parties, parliament, all of that is going on over here. And he's over here shaking up the makeup. 
He's yeah. not allowing them to rest on their laurels and become complacent and, you know, just nick a living, basically. He's on the outside looking in and really making sure that they're being held accountable. Oh, we've lost you. So yeah. in, in, in that sense, he, he's in a perfect position. What I want to say, though, which mm -hmm. is really crucial that I took away from it, a lot of people are, are looking at him for guidance, mm -hmm. completely understandably so, entirely understandably so. But what we can't do is abdicate ourselves and absolve ourselves of our own responsibilities in our communities. Be inspired by him, but don't wait for him to move. We've all got things that we can be doing. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it, it was phenomenal to hear him speak. I think a lot of people felt empowered by what he was saying. 100%. I think a lot of people got a little bit of clarity to their own kind of thinking, because these are turbulent times. So a lot of people felt empowered and, and yeah, inspired by it. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. I was really, I'm hoping that he's going to do more. It was really good. I was moved. I actually went and bought his book. So, you know, I've got this book fad going on right now. Where I, can't I love it. Book. So I've actually bought his book. I can't speak to you about his book just yet because I've got about four books in the queue. And I'm not... Okay. It's actually annoying me that I'm not a faster reader than I am. I feel like when I was younger, I used to read a lot faster than I'm reading right now. So, mm. yeah, I'm We've got another question, but um, before we segue into something else, here we okay. go. Feelings a couple of weeks on, do you feel like things are moving in the right direction justice-wise? Coming from Lily Julian. Hmm. Interesting question. That is a really... How do you feel in terms of the movement? I think in terms of what kick-started all of this, the two, as I perceive it, the two incidents that kick-started all of this with regards to George Floyd and also Christian Cooper in, in Central Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Amy, that Amy Marie Cooper woman has been sacked from her job and she's actually facing civil charges at the moment. So that's a win, first mm -hmm. of all. With regards to George Floyd, the one statistic that is rankling me, but sometimes these things have to happen in the way they have to happen. The police made thousands of arrests in the States as a result and a response to the civil disobedience but actually they only needed to make four arrests they needed to arrest the four officers who were responsible for george floyd's death they've all been arrested now they've all been charged to varying degrees yeah. they've all been charged with his murder like i said to varying degrees um so in a sense of justice for those specific incidences i think a lot has been achieved yeah. but george floyd unfortunately is in a long line of um, black and ethnic minority people in the States and in the UK who have Ooh. suffered at the hands... Of, sorry, that's my uh, Bluetooth speaker just letting me know that it wants to be part of the conversation. Um, <laughs> they've, they've, shut up. They've all suffered at the hands of police brutality or brutality at the hands of, you know, racist people. And it's a thing where the journeys... What, did, what does... Um, Nipsey Hussle say the marathon continues. It's, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. We're not there yet. So two weeks on, I think we've made a really, really positive yeah. start, but the, the, the conversation ain't over. I mean, as, as we've been talking, we've got a lot to talk about today. But for me personally, just quickly, coming in off the back of what you're saying, obviously we've, we've dealt with them two individual cases. I'd love an update as to what the actual charges were for those um, officers in... in um, in the case of George Floyd, I'd love to know. Oh, you're know, asking? No, yeah, I'd like I'd, yeah. I'd like to check up on that. Just know what the actual what the actual um, 
charges were because I, I believe it was third degree. I'd never heard of third degree murder before, but then I heard yeah or something along the line. Like, all right, cool, we're getting there. But I, I can read like, them out to you if you want, real quick. Go on, let's 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 let's, let's make it factual. Go on. So the four officers have been charged. Derek Chauvin, who was the one who had his knee in George Floyd's yeah. neck, I just touched my neck. I'm tempting fate. No, God forbid. Um, yeah. He's been charged with murder and manslaughter in the first. The three oh. other officers in the first. The three okay. others, other officers who are now former officers have been charged with aiding and abetting murder. So in the UK, obviously sentencing and, and charges in the US are different to the UK, but it would be the equivalent in the UK of joint enterprise. So someone okay. has done the crime, but because oh. there's a wider group, okay. they're all they're, they're complicit in his death. Okay, so I feel like I feel like Fist and Loves didn't get the message. If you want to ask a question, please use the question button down the bottom so we can um, we can pop it up on the screen and we can actually go over it. But um, yeah, so that was one thing. I just want an update on that. Now I've got a bit of carry. That makes me a little bit happier in terms of you know justice being done. And I also mm. think that I think that. I'd like to believe, yeah, I would like to believe that we have made it harder for any of these things to happen again, right? Yeah. yeah. Globally, I saw a protest in um, Paris yesterday that went mm -hmm. at the nectar, like that went bananas. This is the thing that, you know, I feel like we have to keep... <laughs> It went, it you went, said it went amber nectar. It went amber nectar. Now, I meant to say something else, but anyway, it, it went crazy over there. And it's like, I feel like we have to, it, I feel like as much as we have to put our pressure on and, you know, go in the right direction, we have to keep a, a hold of it to make sure that we don't mm. fall into the, the wrong direction. Because as I've said in previous podcasts, I feel like, I personally feel like the media only need the smallest thing, the smallest uh the smallest incident to happen to change mm -hmm. and then drive this thing into a place where we don't necessarily need it to be do you get what i'm saying mm. so that's that's how i feel on all of that but let's talk about Definitely. protesting because that's where we are right we need <laughs> i did try to read i did i saw what happened in paris are you aware of what happened in paris mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'll let you leave because i didn't actually get the the i didn't get all of it i just saw it on the news and i was like damn homie well, bro, I don't. The truth of the matter is, I don't even want to. I don't even want to focus on Paris. At the end of the day, there's been protests worldwide. Like there's been a worldwide response to this outrage. I think racism has always existed, um, but people are waking up to it, and it's 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 an uncomfortability that you can't ignore. Once you're aware of it, you just can't ignore it. So. Mm. That's been beautiful. I want to focus on what's been happening in central London because we're three for three now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're three for three, bruv. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Three, yeah. He's on. If you were playing NBA Jam, like what we played back in the day, he's on fire. <laughs> last week, last week, we got Oprah off of her comfortable chair. Mm. And then we said that Tommy Robinson would really not have the bottle to see he through all of his threats. And, and did he have anything? So said, so done, bruv. Tommy Robinson, the arsehole, as, as East Londoners would say, the arsehole fell out of him and he backed down immediately off of, off of his original manifesto to come down to London and cause problems. But well, the problem out. is... Go on. go on, go on, go on, go on. Now, he put out a video the day before saying, yeah, yeah, lads, 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 cancel, cancel. 
cancelled, lads, let's not do it, let's not do it. Like, me, lads, me arsehole's gone, lads, lads, lads. Like, I saw that, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but he backed down, he was like, no. What I meant to say was, initially, obviously, the passion, and I was upset, and do you know what I mean? And, uh, shut up, man, yeah. shut up. The fact of the matter is, he probably got a nick from Bedfordshire Police, because he lives in Luton, he doesn't even live in London. He got a nick from them saying, just to remind you, you are still on bail from your previous spell at Her Majesty's pleasure. And any racial, um, any racial hatred that you're inciting will find you back in the same nick with uh, Kofi and Kwame, Daquan and Demarcus, who was battering your face off while you was inside. From the pillars of post. So, so maybe just moonwalk your way out of that statement that you made. Yeah. And so said, so done. Yeah. The video came out, bruv. So we're free for free. Three, four, yeah. three. So we got, we got, we got to try and we got to try and will some some more positivity into um into 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 reality, I suppose, because we've been we've been we've been we we be going hard in in the paint right now, man. We be going hard. Bam, I feel to play the lottery because the way I'm getting everything right at the moment, bro. So I'm saying, bro, bro, listen, cut me in. That's all I'm saying. Cut man in. Cut <laughs> me in right now. But no. So yesterday, yesterday was um, it was like. Both parties, to be fair, I did see a few posts um, going around on social media attempting to cancel the BLM march or peaceful protest in Trafalgar Square, which had been planned for a period of time. So it was weird because a few individuals, well, not even a few individuals, there were quite a few people that decided that they were not gonna, um, they were not gonna move. We, you know, what I'm saying they were not gonna move. They were gonna stick mm. to the protest, and there was a peaceful protest which happened down there for the most part of the protests. I've seen some videos at the end, but for the most part, it was a peaceful protest. But what was really, really interesting for me, that the smartest people that we have on the planet all made their way down to Whitehall, right? To protect statues that were boarded up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. they are the most intelligent individuals I have ever seen. I feel like their IQ was even more higher than Akala's, right? Their IQ was even more than, higher than Akala's. They went down there to protect boarded up statues and ended up pissing on placards. I mean, you could not write this stuff if you tried your hardest. Bro, for them to be talking about this isn't a racial thing, this is our protecting our British heritage. The, you know what? There was one quote I read on Twitter by, um, by someone called Danny Wallace. He's a presenter and a comedian and whatever. I need to read this quote out because it sums up perfectly. He said, people are protecting a statue from people who want to protect it from people who don't seem to be there. <laughs> meanwhile, wait, <laughs> and then he goes on to say, meanwhile, the man who stopped us all from having to salute like Nazis, i.e. Winston Churchill, yeah. is being celebrated by men doing Nazi salutes. Yeah. There's all kinds of loops and upside downs, and I don't understand how we got here. <laughs> all over the shop. But seriously. The math is off. It's mad the off. Math. Like, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know where these people come from. I don't know where these people come from. I don't want to start being, you know, start talking about, you know, slandering them and saying they come from this area and that area, whatever. But I just don't understand where these people come from because, like, if one thing that intri intrigued me, and I had to go and do some research, was there was mm -hmm. this guy being interviewed on, um, I think it was B I think it was ITV News, and he mm -hmm. felt like he really knew his stuff. And he was mm -hmm. like, no, it's not about BLM, it's about Antifa. And I was like... 
Anti-fascists and the fascist far right have been clashing for years. I remember when I was still practicing, I was involved in a high court case in defense of anti-fascists who got in a fight with fascist regime on a, on a um, train platform. Um, there are pros and cons to anti-fascists. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. What they stand for against fascism, I'm completely in complete, complete agreement with. Mm -hmm. Their methods, mm -hmm. not so much. But what you have to understand is, what, what did the exhibit say? If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. These people just, just wanted a reason to get lagered up and go and cause trouble. You've got to remember, Euro 2020 was cancelled, because otherwise they'd be doing this in Russia or wherever. They'd or be they'd kicking be, off. They'd be trying to do it in a place that's not going to have it anymore. That's not going to have it. I feel like they just wanted a reason to kick off. And they got a reason to kick off and then they got boom blasted, bro. Boom blasted. Well, and then the they're thing. fighting with police. This is right. So this is what we need to talk about. Because obviously they've gone there to fight Black Lives Matter protesters that were going to deface statues. Now, as we said already, the statues were obviously boarded, boarded up. up. Yeah. Which, mean, which means that you'd need a MacGyver kit to get the statues out. Do you you'd need a paper clip and a lighter and, and a blowtorch to get these statues out of, of whatever they were boarded up with because obviously like the government and the, the council are not that stupid. Do you get what I'm saying? No. Don't get they knew what things had happened in the first initial uh, marches that couldn't be prepared for, but when they knew mm -hmm. it was coming, they boarded it all up. So basically these people didn't need to be there. Now, mm. one thing that really, really intrigued me, right, and I'll say this because I'm a huge Arsenal fan, yeah? I mm. love football. There were mentions that football organisations had sent some of the some of these guys down there. That was something... Mm. I, don't, I don't imagine there were many Arsenal supporters down there. I don't imagine there were many Man United supporters down there. That was intriguing to me that that was what they were saying. Mm. Anyway, so they've all gone down there. They're all down there to, um, to war with Antifa and nobody's turned up. No one's turned up. So they've just had a fight with police instead. They wanted to tear up. <laughs> this is so what I'm saying. So they need, they, they, they've, come, they've come from so far away with so much anger that somebody has to feel the brunt of it. How mm. stupid do you look trying to fight the police? The same, people, the same people that the majority of these marches were, were protested against. So not even... Because I don't even want to say this marches against the police. Because that was another thing that I, I forgot to mention earlier when I, when the question was asked, how far do we um, build in, in the, you know, how successful do we feel these things have gone? The yeah. real enemy here is systemic racism. That is the mm -hmm. real enemy and the, the, bigger, mm -hmm. the bigger evil that we need to focus in on. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what the real mm -hmm. enemy is. But for the meantime, in between time, I've been enjoying seeing police officers worldwide take the knee. I really, really mm. enjoyed seeing that. And I feel like, mm. you know, the fact that the, the um, Trafalgar Square BLM protest was able to happen uninterrupted, I feel like mm -hmm. that's a win. Mm -hmm. 100% a win. 100% a win. I think what we need to do as the BLM movement, of which I consider myself a part, is not lose sight of our message because you can't conflate sense with nonsense. The two are like oil and water. The BLM movement is driven by sense. Mm. Whatever that was, that hooligan display... It was, was driven, driven by, by Kestrel's by Kestrel super strength. <laughs> was driven by white lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
they are so so keen to make a point that they don't know that they're making that the one about that there was two abiding images from that whole thing the yeah. first was the blm protester who was lifting one of these hooligans out of the fray he had been injured and he had him over his shoulder i posted it up that was the first that took, yeah. that shows that shows you compassion versus duck breeds i yeah. can't think of a better word to describe it the <laughs> second <laughs> image duck breeds do you know duck breeds i'm that bringing it crazy. back bro. it was crazy the second image was the man who actually has been arrested. They've found someone and have arrested them. Uh, the gentleman, gentleman, quote unquote, who was <laughs> urinating on the monument to Keith Palmer. Now, Keith Palmer, for those of you who don't know, he was a police constable who was stabbed to death in the midst of trying to stop the terror attacks in Westminster that happened okay. last year. Yeah. Um, so he was stabbed to death and as a result a memorial monument was put in his honour and of all the places to relieve yourself you this, this flange of society decided to relieve himself on this monument he's since been arrested and he will be charged but that to me just summed up the nonsensical bullshit excuse my French sorry no, no, say, it as it is. say it as it is the nonsensical bullshit that they went down there for and what I don't want to do, which was what the BBC did, which really annoyed me, when the BBC News was live reporting on it, they said, far-right protesters and Black Lives Matter protesters clash in Trafalgar. There was no clash. They was getting their head packed in by police. There was no BLM yeah. there to... <laughs> let's, let's, keep, let's keep the agenda focused here, because it's mm. too easy to derail, derail and make it seem like BLM was just as violent and just as nonsense. Nah. There's a clear agenda here. I'm talking the things, SK, don't worry. There's a clear agenda here, and we have to remove ourselves. Like I said, nonsense and, and sense are oil and water. And as long as the two don't mix, I'm all good with it. I'm completely good with it. Do okay, so here's an interesting question that has just popped up. Just ask mm -hmm. questions in. Please do not write them on the wall or in, in, in the com comments. Please make sure you use the question mark down the bottom, otherwise they're getting air on the road. Um, mm -hmm. Do we lack leadership in the community to hold Boris and Chief Constables accountable? Do you want me to go? Because I can go. Go, 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 go. Listen, as the British public, you voted Boris in. If you didn't vote, you was complicit in, vo in Boris being voted in. What we've seen, there's a large section of the community who are thick. They were the same ones in Trafalgar Square. They have wives and children. They have no, no, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Whitehall, Whitehall, not Trafalgar Square. The black BLM was Trafalgar. Sorry, I do apologize. Whitehall. Whitehall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, carry on. That's a large sway of the community. They're a very small representation of a much bigger problem. Not everyone came down on Virgin trains to London. If you didn't vote mm -hmm. and you have a problem with Boris now, you're part of the problem. You can't come to the party after choosing not to be part of the organization and then complain about the color of the balloons. It is what it is. So as far as Boris is concerned, people voted him in. So we've made the rod for our own backs. With regards to police chiefs, in this instance, specifically this instance, don't mean me and misquote me, in this instance, police weren't the problem. The mindsets of those racist thugs was the problem. Police did what, exactly what they were there to do, to 100. protect the community. 
They did exactly what they were there to do. And I'm sure they got a couple good licks in themselves because they must be frustrated as well. Yeah, cool. All well and good. So the police in this instance aren't the issue. If you've got a problem with Boris, like a lot of us have, and remember, this is the same Boris who, when he was foreign secretary, was talking about how he went to Africa on... He went to Africa... <sighs> He went to Africa on a public relations tour and the first quote he said was, God, I'm landed in the village of Piccaninnies, fam. Bruv. Did, oh, Boris Johnson. Piccaninnies, bruv. How's he been allowed to say Boris that? Boris he's your prime minister now. He was foreign secretary then. He's now your prime minister. So if you voted for him... And let's not... One sec, one sec, because this is something that I've done before and I've been guilty, yeah? Let's not mix pickney, which black people use to um, refer to as small children, with piccaninny, yeah? Two, two different things. things. Two completely two different, different words things. with hugely different meanings. So let's be, mm -hmm. let's be 100% on what Boris mm -hmm. Johnson is saying. Now, listen, talking about what people are saying, yeah, because I feel like this is something that's also been brewing. I'm just going to get your opinion on it. I'll say mine. Um, last Wednesday, I was about to say last week, we're doing two of these a week, man. I'm catching up on myself. We are, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, yeah. we spoke about, you know, something that we're all kind of hype about in the boxing arena. Um, it's going to happen. AJ Tyson Fury is going to happen, providing they both uh, jump over there, these little hurdles that are in front of them. Deontay yeah. Wilder for Fury. I'm not actually sure who AJ is going to fight, but that's not the point here. The point here mm -hmm. is now going back to some of these, you know, people that have come to fight with fight to defend their heroes and to combat Antifa. Um, out of nowhere, well, it feels like out of nowhere, but is it out of nowhere really? Tyson Fury. Now, Tyson Fury stepped to the plate and has defended um, Winston Churchill mm. and has labelled him a war hero. Mm -hmm. I don't have his verbatim uh, words here. Quite. Yeah, yeah. Quotes here, right, right in front of me. But this is what's going on right now. How do we feel about that? How do we feel about, you know, successful... How do we, how do we feel about that? How There's, do we feel? Like, my thing is... My answer, here, go on, go on, go on, go on. I put it in... I, I'm, in a, I'm in a few groups. I put it in one of my groups because just for, just for, um, just for you know, like, shock value, I posted it to one of my groups. And one of my boys instantly, Kurt, yeah, instantly said he needs you to stick to boxing. Like, stay out of the political conversation. Like, stay out of the political conversation and just stick to boxing. And I couldn't agree anymore because I feel like, I feel like um, in terms of Winston Churchill, he grew up in, and I'm not making excuses for him, but he grew up mm -hmm. when times were very, very different. Do you understand what I'm saying? So right. things that were acceptable back then would never fly now. Are you with mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. So that's as much as I'm going to say without tripping over my own words. <laughs> but at the same time, he, like, he was biting my tongue. He was definitely the racist, and I can't applaud that. But I do understand that if he was the leader of the country at a time of war and he saw you through, that yeah, you know, people can look up to him for that. Mm. As long as people are mm. not looking up to him for being a racist, then mm. that's when I start to have issues. How you mm. feel about that? Let me. <laughs> we have this. We have this feel of romanticizing Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill, at his core, was a white supremacist. I make no bones about saying it. If people come to my door, all well and be it. I can only speak my truth. Winston Churchill, at his core, 
was a white supremacist. You can go and Google the quotes to support what I'm saying. They're readily available. He made speeches on this. He was very disparaging about any race which wasn't white. However, at the time when he was in power, we were fighting a fascist regime. Yes, Winston Churchill was a war hero in that his side won the war. Genghis Khan was a war hero. Napoleon Bonaparte was a war hero, bro. All of these people are successful in war. It doesn't speak to the ethics of who they are. They can still be racist. They can still be prejudiced. They can still be xenophobic, homophobic, whatever the case may be. Just because I'm good at war doesn't make me a good human being. So let's, mm. get, let's get off of that point. Secondly, I'd also like to say, these same people that are banging on about Winston Churchill and, you know, white power, whatever, that, like I said last week, they're completely ignoring the contribution that the whole British well, Commonwealth yeah. made to that war effort. It wasn't just white soldiers from Bow in East London. It mm. was Gurkhas from the far, uh, uh, Southeast Asia. And it was know, people from the Caribbean. It was all over, bruv. So you can't you know just turn around. Do you know one thing that I want to mm. ask? Where's the statues of those guys? Like, where are They're the on. statues? And They're on. This is my issue. This is what I don't understand. Like, there has to be some kind of justification for these statues. Do you get what I'm saying? Because otherwise, you're literally painting his story and just making his story instead of telling the truth and, and you know, like, leading, leading um, proper history. Do you get what I'm saying? You're just telling one version of what it is. Bro, it's nonsense. Listen, if I'm known for having enjoying my nipples clamped and candles being held to my toes but I then i go and win it. world war three hold on because <laughs> listen to what i'm saying bro if i'm known for liking my nipples clamped and candles held to my toes and being whipped on a thursday but then i go and win world war three yes i'm a war hero i'm still a sexual deviant bruv like don't just ignore yeah. all of that just because yeah, man won the battle bit. of trafalgar how do you work that out that doesn't make no sense yeah, that makes bit. completely no sense. It's a little bit, it's a little bit. Not to, hold on, hold on, disclaimer, disclaimer. I, I don't like candles being held to my have, feet have or nipple watching, clamps. Have you been watching Billions, bro? Bro, someone tried to put me onto, what was, ah, I, put it in the comments. There's a, something on Netflix that is basically 50 more shades of 50 shades of grey, bro. I said, I'm not watching this, I'm a Christian. I can't be in this conversation. I cannot, I'm not, I'm, I'm not involved, I'm not involved. Does anybody know who's making decisions? Where's money going? Who are the leaders of BLM UK? Yeah, I've been hearing things, man. I've been hearing some stuff. I've been hearing that a lot of the money that's being donated to BLM is being, as with a lot of these charities, let's not make BLM the, the only kind of culprit of this. A lot of the times when you donate to charities, if you've donated a pound, maybe less than 30 pence of your pound is actually going to the charity. When you talk about admin costs and bureaucracy and ticker tape, by the time you've got your money to where it's supposed to be, only 30% of your actual donation reaches the source for which you donated. So that are kind of... I, d I haven't done the full research to know who these BLM donations are benefiting, so I don't want to speak out of turn, but I am aware that there's it a does, conversation going it on. Does need, it does need an investigation. I believe it needs an mm. investigation. And that's, mm -hmm. why, like, that's why, to be fair, I'm reluctant to, in, to, um, to donate to many charities for these reasons, because I don't feel that 100% of your pound ever gets where it's supposed to go. You know, for example, yeah. and call me, listen, call me a, a cynic or whatever the hell it is, right? Call me that, that guy, yeah? 
But you know when you're watching TV, minding your own business, and, you're, and you get the thing come up, and this dog, this dog's there, I don't know, call the dog Pedro. Pedro needs your two pounds a month. Now, my guy, now come on, let's not laugh, yeah? Pedro might need your two pounds a Pedro might need your two pounds a month, yeah? But just know that this advert is on your television, and this advert and this ad space probably cost about 50K. How are, yeah. Who's paying for this 50K? Let's not worry about Bruh. Pedro for a second. Let's worry about this 50K to pay for this ad. <laughs> Ew. No, wait, let me, because I know, listen, we need moments of brevity and light in all of this. No, stuff. but I'm being, I'm, I'm being, I'm being. I know serious. you, I know you are, bruv. Listen, the, because you know me, I don't watch, I don't watch TV too tough, yeah. but I definitely don't watch daytime TV. Bruv, the <laughs> other day I finished my workout, I switched on the TV, ITV2. They were yeah. running adverts to save donkeys, bruv. Oh. Donkeys, bruv. El burritos, bruv. Why are we saving donkeys when there's children dying? What, who's, what is the do little donkey? What, what are we doing, bro? <laughs> no, bro, I'm not even, I'm not here to discriminate. I'm not even here to discriminate. I'm not here to run joke. But I'm just seeing too many times that there's, there, that there's very odd charities running. And I just question yeah. how this advert, because otherwise, think about it. Just, just think about it. If it was so easy for you to get an advert on television, then all the man then would have been would have been promoting their mixtapes on ITV for, uh, from for two pounds a month. You can save MC Killerman dead with such classics as Shankum Shankum Bangum Bangum. What will we do? We would be doing it. We would bro, all be doing it, bro. What are we doing? But this is what I'm saying to you, bro. We would all be why, doing it. This is why, like, to be, to be fair, like, and then another thing, like, you see people, like, I'm not, I know we're going off to the left here, but we got to go off to the left in a minute, yeah? Like, you see people <laughs> in town centres, yeah? Bro, you see people uh, in town centres that are willing to follow you from one end of the town centre to the other just to get your two pounds a month, bro. Now, I'm telling you, if, 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 yeah, if it's like, if it's not important, why are they following you so hard? What, what, how does it mean so much for that person to follow you down the road? Like, come bruv, on. Bruv. If you know the amount of times I wanted to drop kick them in their back with their clipboard, why are you following me, bro? But that's what I'm They're saying. They're chasing bruv. me down more than Gallen, bro. Why, why are you just. Bro, this is just what I'm saying, bro. It's all, a bit, it's all a bit too much. I don't know how we got here, bro. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a question. That's a serious. <laughs> that is a serious question. No, nah, man. Because you know what's my. Uh. Like, I, feel like, I feel like you've touched on. I forgot who asked that question. But I feel like you've touched on a serious topic. We need Be receipts. like King Thomas. Yeah, we need receipts, man. We need receipts for these. We need receipts. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Look, yeah. they need their commission. You yeah, stay there with your commission. You're following me like Shadow. I've got a Shadow. It belongs to me. It looks just like me. I don't need you, bro. I can walk from the start of Ilford Market, Ridley Road Market, all the way to the end. <laughs> Hi, mate, mate. And why do they try and friend you up? <laughs> mate, love the jacket. So, can I yes, talk about Africa? Drop me out, Stephen, yeah, from yeah, Shopshop. What do you mean, bro? I got one last question before, before I change up the thing, yeah? I think this one's right, cool. interesting. Do we need to start having serious questions, I mean, discussions with ministers and community leaders? I feel like that goes without saying. But we've been needing that. We've been needing Dominic Cummins, the same one who completely flouted all of these corona rules, yeah? Mm. He was, no, sorry, it wasn't Dominic Cummings, it was Matt Hancock. Let me say the right name. Let's be factual. Okay. Okay. Matt Hancock was on BBC News and he was challenged to name two black members of parliament. Oh, no. He couldn't do it. 
He named Preeti Patel, who's of Gujarati descent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he named Rishi Sunak. Let's not pretend, people. All ethnic minorities are not one monolith. We're not all the same person. When yeah. you go into a job and they've got job quotas and they say, yeah, we, we, we hire 3% ethnic minorities, but Bain. one's Albanian, one's Australian, and one's Czechoslovakian. None of them are, are black. Do you get what I'm saying? We're not all one monolith. And the fact that he wasn't able to name two black members of parliament, MPs, not the cabinet, MPs. Do you know how many boroughs there are in Britain? Struggling, yeah. absolutely struggling. So I'm, I, I don't hold much stock. I don't hold much. You see that pretty Patel, yeah? Yeah. Oh my God. There's issues up there. <sighs> I would never she, abdicate it's, violence. It's pretty Patel like that, that. What's that girl that I was talking to you about off camera before the show? What's her name? Candice Owens. Is, is, that, is that pretty? Is that, is that, are them two the same person? She's a token. She's an absolute token. These people have kind of disregarded their own heritage and gone for. I don't know what, but they've gone that way. Let's just say they've gone yeah. that way yeah. in, in, in the hopes of gaining traction. I've, I've, I hold no stock with that. <laughs> Man said that way. They've gone that, that way. She's a mess. She's a mess, bruv. She's a mess. And at the end of the day, I think, I think what, what we're doing, a lot of these questions that we're being asked, it feels like we're abdicating responsibility and we're putting it onto someone else. Where are our leaders? What are you doing? Ask me the same question. I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing today now and I've been doing. If we wait for leaders, no one's going to lead. So at the end of the day, we've all got to take responsibility. Yeah. We've and got to make what? our little splashes. If we, if we trace back to the um, early on in the conversation when we were talking about Carlos Five and the gems that he was dropping on us, he blatantly said, like, you know, the first call of call stand, um, is in your local, you know, your local vicinity. In your own environment, 100%. And I wrote that. So, one more question. Uh, how do you feel about big brands coming out and supporting BLM? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I like the one, I like the one that was, because I have two tea brands that I enjoy thoroughly, because you know I like a teapot, innit? Okay. Yeah, drink, it. drink, oh, disclaimer, that sounded mad. You yeah, know I, was, I like drinking tea, was, so I make yeah, a was, teapot. You like the right, teapot? Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because that one was a bit, so, leave it. Anyway. It was a bit, it was a bit citrus. So, um, I like tea, I like drinking tea, and my two brands are Yorkshire Tea and PG Tips. And basically this guy came out on Twitter, oh, I've got to get back on Twitter because I was way more active in the past, but we'll get onto that. Yeah. He came out on Twitter and he tweeted saying, oh, I love the fact that Yorkshire Tea aren't putting their weight behind this nonsense BLM bullshit, rah, rah, rah. And Yorkshire Tea tweeted back saying, uh, we've just been taking the time to do our research and understand what this is about. We fully support the BLM music. Please choose another brand of tea to drink. Shame he responded, on you. <laughs> Shame it, on your it. whole jaw side. Then he's responded to them. And then to PG Tips have gone, yeah, no, we also don't want you drinking our tea, bro. Fully. I'm fully in that support of that. I just hope that it's not tweets. I hope they're genuine. We've seen a lot of people um, who've been outed for former racist tweets or particular yeah. behaviours um, and their employers are sacking them left, right, and centre. If they need to be hit in the pocket, if that's the way that's to make them pay attention, I say hit them, that's yes. 
That's where it needs to go, bro. That's where it needs to go. Straight, straight in the pocket. Because you know what's one thing? that if People that try to act ignorant and don't understand the, the, racism, the racial divide, they will understand the monies. They will always mm. understand the monies. Now, listen, mm. we're, we're, we're sprinting through and we're down to our last 10 minutes already. I don't know where this episode has gone. But there are it's two flown by, isn't it? In it, I'm going to try and um, speed through. Now, the first Go thing, out to everybody who was uh, watching ITV News or you've been on Twitter <laughs> and since Wednesday last week, we didn't get time to cover it. Um, there was a 62-year-old man that was tasered by police. Right, sixty-two-year-old yeah. black man that was tasered by police. Now, one of the reasons that it um, would have been on a lot of people's timeline is because it was the father of uh, infamous rapper Wretch Free Two. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you would have known about him, and he he put it out there. But I mean, I don't know where I want to start talking about this because what speak from your heart, bro? No, but do we do do I start talking about the fact that the guy was black? Or do I start talking about the fact that the guy was 62 years of age and you decided to drop a taser in him? Like, I don't even know where the, start, the starting point even is. Like, that's not, only, not only did they taser him, but they tasered him as, as he was coming downstairs. So he felt, at the moment he was incapacitated, he was midway down a flight of stairs and he kind of fell with some force. Like, I feel like he was with some force. he landed on his back and not his head because... On his neck, been, yeah. Could... That could have been curtains, bro. And it's like, come on now, man. Like, of all of the of all of the videos that we've seen, like, and all the, the like, you know, like police officers. There's been a few police officers, black police officers, coming out and talking about the code of conduct, how you're supposed mm. to handle um, individuals, etc., etc., etc. That was disgusting, man. What mm -hmm. was up mm -hmm. with that? Yeah, like, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what I can even say on that. Other than the that, difficulty is since since it's all happened. We haven't heard too much in regards to the follow-up of like, you know, has have police officers been charged? Has anyone been reprimanded? But it's important to draw, to draw these things to attention because try and know it's not just an American issue. These mm. things happen in our own in our own UK. Smiley culture was how many years ago? Mm. But these things happen every day. Christopher Christopher Adler is a name that we should know in this country just as well as we know George Floyd, George but Floyd. we don't. Mm -hmm. Just as well as we know George Floyd, but we don't know his name. But why would do you, you see what I mean? Why do, why do you feel like, do you feel like this country is too quick to follow America? Or do you feel like it just gets brushed under the carpet too easily over here? I think the difficulty with the UK is that our racism over here it exists, but it's a lot more nuanced. Mm. And so, Whereas mm. America, which is the American way, is brash and loud and unapologetic and just yeah. out there. Our racism That's over here is much up. more nuanced, it's subtle, so it's easy to pretend it doesn't exist, which is what one of the government ministers the other day as well did. I don't believe that systemic racism is even a thing. At the end of the day, look, at the end of the day, if you've been in school and someone has, a teacher has gone, tried to read, what, what? Kwame, I'm gonna call that you Keith. Is. I'm gonna, bruv, we've all been there, bruv. My name's Dane, D-A-I-N-E. If you know the amount of times I'm called Dean, Dano, Daniel, Dano. Dano. Diane, <laughs> Diane, 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 that's a violent, that's I'm a violent. I'm six foot one black man with a beard and dreads. How am I Diane? Yeah, at the right. end of the day, 
it's a kind of it's it's like a subtle nuanced racism it's microaggressions we see this all the time people are people bear witness to it on a daily basis so much so that we've almost become numb to it because we're just used to it that's the norm but don't ever ever in your life think that these things don't exist because they completely exist so don't worry about what the us is doing don't get me wrong worry about it but mm. things are happening in your in your back own garden. kudu bruv in, i'm yeah. struggling for words in your own kudu in your own back garden well bruv there's there's two more bits of that we've actually not get got a chance to i think we need to leave 8 46 for wednesday I think we need to yeah, talk we'll talk about, about 8.36 on Wednesday, 100%. We'll 8.36 on Wednesday. But just quickly, another disgusting, disgusting thing that I have only just become aware of because I saw a post um, about 15 minutes. And this is the thing. I'm not ashamed to admit I'm late when I'm late up on something. But justice for belly is the hashtag. Bruh, what is going on over there? Bro, that's the, that, is, that is heartbreaking. That's a gut punch. That whole situation is a gut punch. That is a mad thing. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too clued up on it. I think that's something I'll, I'll, I'll read more into. But I mean... She's, she's, she's a Transport for London worker. She was, formerly, God rest her soul. She was a Transport for London worker who was racially abused and then spat at by a customer of Transport for London who claimed at the time to have had corona and he spat on her subsequently she contracted the disease and died from the disease and an investigation took place where they basically said that there was no direct causal link to her being spat on and and um her dying virus now listen I let me tell you something free now sorry Ill, before you go on because i have to put this out there my mum lives in montserrat yeah my dad spends most of his time in gambia and my sister, she's loving life up in the Scottish Highlands in quarantine. Let me tell you something for the price of a pound today now. And you can quote me on this. Make me a meme. Try and if any single last one of you people spit on my mother, my father, grandmother, godchildren, sister, anyone. Violence. Violence. I will go and sit down happily. I will do press-ups every day and I'll come out looking like Terry Crews. Because there's no way in God's earth that that's acceptable. Bruv, there's not, bruv. I'll be flexing pecs no, all day. There's no way on God's earth you're that's acceptable. You can't tell me about Terry Crews, bruv. can't tell me about Terry Crews. Man, touching up his biceps <laughs> and jumping up pecs and that. No, but on a serious level, though, on a serious level, yeah. So I've just learned of this tragedy. I've just learned of this tragedy, and I'm saddened and disgusted by it. But I feel like the, the, what you're saying is, is facts. You, like, is it a fact that... My thing is this, like, there's, there's, there's a deeper, there's deeper layers to whoever this individual was, because how is it that we're in a place where that somebody will willingly get on TFL knowing that they've got Corona? Bruv, these people are dutty bungles, you know? They've that's, got no scruples. Stay in disgusting. your house, Dred. And it's like, I don't understand that. And it's like, you know, like, for example, when we were in that period where it was, it was, a, I mean, right now, I feel like we're very much outside. Like the lockdown thing's a bit of a farce at the moment. But there was a period in yeah. time where the lockdown was very, very serious and everybody was worried. And, you know, people are outside in the park, though. You know, like... People yeah, have gone back to normal. No, no, no. People have gone back to normal. See now, you see now, it's more understood because now you're allowed to link up six people, which probably means 12 people's okay, but the government has said six people. But you know when the government wanted everybody to sit, mm. to stay inside their yards and not leave, yeah? Mm. At that period in time, 
but you were still seeing people out in the park. It's them nasty mm -hmm. people, you know. I don't understand it. Apparently, I'm just seeing that Terry's saying he spat on two people and they both contracted it. Who is this one individual? Did he get caught? Bruv, who is this cereal spitter? Why is his mouth so juicy, bruv? We need to... We, someone needs to slap a towel in his mouth, bruv. Why is he spitting on everyone? Tramp. Do you know in school, know. if you spat on someone, someone's got to die. Someone... Today, is, now, someone dies. Yeah, that is, that, is a, that is a bad form of degradation. Spitting, hawk spit, saliva. You've got to allow it, bruv. You've got to allow it. Like... I don't know. See, the thing is this year, I don't know. Everyone went to a different school, innit? But no, I don't think I ever saw anyone get spat on in my school. I don't think I ever saw it because, like, it would have been, it would have been a mad thing. Bruv, I saw one boy get spit on in school, yeah? We was in history. And when I say his jaw got lifted, his jaw was a, his jaw was a penthouse apartment by the time the brother finished with him. Spitting? Oh no. It's impossible. It's impossible. Whether you've got corona or not, you have to be a special kind of scum. You have to be S capital <laughs> S capital C capital U capital M scum Boom. to spit on some. No, 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 you're finished. You're ready for the bin. You're, that's all you're good for is the bin, not even recycling. Bin. Just bin. That bin. Refuse. Bin. <laughs> no, all right, cool. Disgusting. Well, pretty, much, Absolutely. pretty much rounds up what we've got today. What are you saying? Extra time or... You're calling it a day today. We can do, well, listen, if you need a little half an hour extra, we can run a little half an hour extra. What are you saying? Right, cool. Let's, let's, let's go over. But listen, before we go anywhere, um, shout out to the people that are listening to us on Apple. Shout out to people listening to us on Spotify. Shout out to everyone that's live with us right now. We are the Take Podcast each and every Wednesday, each and every Sunday, 8 p.m. Don't go, don't go nowhere. But, um, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Right, listen, half an hour. I'm going to do the savings and the add-ins and the whatever and the whatever. So listen, everybody, go over to, um, if you join through my page, go over to Dane Says, uh, uh Instagram's page. Let's go, let's go live for another hour. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Thank you to everyone that's rejoining us. Bear with me for a second, because this usually works in reverse. Ah, oh, there he is. Hello, my. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? You want to go now? Um, yeah, no, I was just explaining to them that the podcast is available on Apple on Spotify yep. and all reputable streaming services. You just have to give us yep. a day or so to make sure that the audio and the, the, the ranklings are rankled and then it will be up. But yep. SK, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yep. Now it's on there, the spot, this, this is the thing. Spotify, we'll be on Spotify, we're on Apple as well. Listen, while we're here, everybody get sharing, get sharing, get sharing. Share to your brethren, to your cousin, to your sister, to your friend. We are here. It is the dead podcast, my friend, hey. Um, I don't know what accent that was, but it worked. <laughs> right. Now, man, the energy's up, man. The energy's up, man. Man's feeling good right now. I don't have the Sauvignon. I've had a lot of sugar. I had my, my, my afters. Um, for dinner today, um, I had stewed chicken, yeah, for dinner, eh? I had stewed chicken with the coleslaw. I didn't have rice and peas. I had plain rice, yeah? And okay. guess what I had on the... Guess what I had on the side of my um, stewed chicken with plain rice and coleslaw? Go on, go on. Festival. Homemade festival. Who come made on. festival in Sheffield, bruv? Come on, come on. Man's got the, man's got the original flavour cookbook, bruv. All right, all right. Come on. I see, now, the wife, I see you. The wife made festival still. She, she's, she, she's getting it from the cookbook. It's squirting. I'm respecting it, bruv. I'm respecting it. I ain't had festival no, since the 90s, bruv. Yeah, no, I need to... 
Planting would have made it. Man said, fling the slaws. Evil. Behave yourself. Planting. Planting would have made that <laughs> dinner just a little bit more. Just, yeah, just lift off. Just lift so off. Surprise. So I was rushing through topics, but seeing that we've come back, we might as well get we might as well get into the get into them. But go on, what was you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say I was just gonna reiterate the rules. So we yeah. love the comments and we do try and keep up with the comments. However, if you've got a specific question, question that you want answered, you need to use the question facility, which is in the bottom right corner of your screen, because otherwise we'll miss it and we don't want to feel like we're missing anything out because you guys come up with such gold. And it just, we want to make this as interactive as possible. The Take Podcast is for the people. Like Wu-Tang is for the children, the Take Podcast is for the people. So we want to make sure that you're having your say. We beat, we beat our drum when we say, hashtag, what's your take? Hashtag, what's hashtag. your take? We want to know what's your take. So make sure you're that you're asking take, the questions bro. in the right format so that we can make sure that we're answering them in a prompt and timely fashion. That's all I want to say. Shouts out to Danny. She said she's cooking from that cookbook right now. Uh, Danny's a G, you know. Try, try know Danny's up in the saltfish fritters. We've had fritter wars, you know. She's up. She's I, know, up I, see, she's I up. see you lot competing on. I see you lot competing. I'm, I'm just waiting for someone to cook saltfish fritters for me personally, myself, because I, I had mastered the saltfish argument. That's one thing that I don't. Oh. You know why I mastered the saltfish argument? Because you know the smell the saltfish gives off when you're boiling it first. Nah, but you know what? Just leave the kitchen. Put it on a low boil. Put that a wooden spoon over the water. That smell is ranker. That smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That smell is the smell. When you're, if you're in a cussing match with someone at school, yeah, and you want to tell them about their girl, yeah, that is that smell. <laughs> oh, my days. Why are <laughs> you, you like this, bro? Imagine if a man said, imagine if you were in a cussing match with a man, yeah, and a man said to you, your girl smells like saltfish fritter. Saltfish fritter, dada, or saltfish. <laughs> I'm sick bro, of you, bro. Salt bro, cod. That is violence, bro. Salt cod. That is violence, bruv. That, that is on-site beef, bruv. Are you mad? Okay, who is the UK's strongest BAME activist? Ooh. I mean, it's easy for me to say Akala at this point in time, is it not? Because he's the most prevalent, but I don't, I don't, really, I don't really keep up with um, activists like that. Yeah, but you, you're right over there. You're, like, you're struggling. You've missed one dread, bruv. I'm good, I'm good, sorry. I had a techie issue. Who's the UK's strongest black and minority ethnic activist? It's you. That's my answer. Because if we all put all our hopes and dreams into Akala, and then God forbid, Knockwood, anything happens to Akala tomorrow, what, does the movement stop? Yeah. You, are, you are the strongest UK BM, BAME activist. You are. What am I doing in my small community? What small change am I making? Because if 20 million people are making small changes, that's a big old change, bro. Akala's yeah. but one man. Akala mm -hmm. is but one man. And like I said, God forbid anything should happen to him. Does everything stop? And I feel you, like that, you. I feel that's, that's my answer. The, I feel like that's part of the things that makes it harder for us because we're always looking for someone to carry the team. Always. It's too you know easy saying? to do that, bruv. Akala, Akala isn't in your board meetings when, when someone makes a joke about curly, nappy hair. He's not there. So because he's not there, does that give you license to not challenge it? Mm, Akala exactly. isn't by your water machine at work when someone sniffs your food and goes, oh, what's that? Oh, are you eating? 
Oh, Fufu, he's not there, bruv. Yeah. But you are. <laughs> no, bruv, but that's the fact of the matter, bruv. How many times? Bruv, why do you say, no, but you just, bruv, you just sent for Africans with the Fufu, bruv. That's why I was laughing. Bruv, why are you doing that for, bruv? Fufu bangs, bruv. I will eat Fufu okay. today now, bruv. Fufu bangs. What I'm saying is, a Akala isn't in every room, in every household, in every building in the UK at all times. He is but one man. He can't do it alone. So who's the most powerful activist? It's you. Because if all of us do our little bit as a movement, no, the I, movement I, is way bigger. I feel the sentiment of what you're saying. I'm not going to lie, but I'm just saying don't send for Fufu like that. Because by the way, bro, people, I'm not sending for... Do you know way, how Fufu bangs, bruv? But by the way, people, yeah, in the second hour, I am not allowing myself to get so serious as we was in the first hour. I refuse to allow it. Man is in <laughs> light mode, yeah? I'm in light mode. So I'm making fun of everything. Shouts out to Mr. Cherry in the comments. He's talking about, oh, Fufu. He's at it. Because... <laughs> Yeah, come with your questions, people. Come with your questions. Yeah, this is your Q and get, get using that question, that question button down there. Let's let's talk, man. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What are we gonna talk about? Let's talk about some man. Let's talk, man. Bruv, what what's mm. your thoughts on this? Um, on this, I know this is a curveball because we haven't spoken about it. But what's your thoughts on this Black Pound Day? Given that what we was talking about last, this what the twenty seventh is it? Twenty seventh of, of of June. Of June, yeah. Okay. My personal thoughts on Black Pound Day is I feel like it's a positive step. The reason why I feel like it's a positive step is because I don't know that I, th I believe that just because something is black-owned, it should be supported, yeah? Right. I, I, don't, I hope that doesn't sound like I'm, you know, I'm bad, yeah? I feel like we black-owned businesses need to get their business right. Are you with okay. me? Okay, yeah. So, if we can support black-owned businesses that are getting their business right, I'm all for that. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Because at the end yeah. of the day, the reason why you would support any business is because they've got their business right. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I feel like this being the open space that it is, and, and you know, as long as the black businesses push themselves to the forefront, get their business right and get there, it can only mm. be a positive thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Because mm. you made the you made the point of you know the West Indian food shop that makes banging food, but the people ain't got no manners in there. A couple of weeks ago, and that is she strips in over the saltfish, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just strips in, bro. But that's what I'm saying, and it's like with all due respect, bro. Listen, there's a food shop up here, yeah. There's a food shop up here, yeah. But when you finally come up here, yeah, depending on what day of the week you come, I might have to reach through, banging food, banging food, but. It's not even, I think I must have called it a busy time. Right. My man said to me, I said, I said, what food have you got ready over there? He said, what you need? <laughs> I said, oh. he said, what you need? Wow. <laughs> and I was like, you know one of the ones where I was a bit, I was a bit taken aback by the what you need. Mm. So I mm. said, well, boy, man, we'll take two curry goats and a one side quarter of jerk. Oh, you're Here doing big man, orders like that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, hear my man, hear my man. Big right, cool. orders. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Hear my man, yeah. I'm not to put him on blast, but the food was banging and I'm waiting for it. He said, okay, cool. One and a half hour or two hour. This is what I'm talking about, bruv. This is what I'm talking about. But this is the thing. So I waited the one and a half hours because I already ordered with this provazio in mind that it was going to take this long. Are you right. with me? Right. But this is what I'm talking about in terms of... We, black businesses have got to get our business right, so that mm -hmm. when we step, when when we make an argument for Black Pound Day, which I feel like is something that is valid, but when that mm -hmm. argument then gets made, it's like okay, 
Yeah, because we should be supporting this and we should be supporting that. The conversation mm. we had Wednesday night when we were talking about black-owned hair products and how mm. that's all gone to the left, to the left, and nobody actually mm. knows what who owns what, but they know what they're using. Everybody knows what yeah. they're using. Nobody yeah. even knows who owns it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. These are yeah, the yeah. things we need to, to regulate because at the end of the day, if you marry what Akala said about, you know, taking in interest in your immediate surroundings and then you know marrying that with black owned businesses etc 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 it can only be a positive thing in my eyes i know i rambled on a bit yeah and i hate you i hate you i hate well, you how do you feel how do you how do you feel how do you feel about it well, i've been very fortunate someone has just joined actually big up uncle guy um who's a fam he's not a family friend he's family um, yeah. He's part of my Leeds experience, as you're aware. And okay. I've been fortunate well, in that bro, the two I'm, yards. I'm up there next, next time around, bro. I'm only, I'm, bro, I'm sorry. Leeds I'm Carnival. Listen, um, the two the two yard food shops that I swear by. One is Dutch Pot up in Chapel Town yeah. in Leeds. Big up yeah. the Chapel Town massive. I know that. And the second, down. the second is Bamboo Hut. But me and you have got a special relationship with Bamboo Hut because yeah, Tuesday yeah, they yeah. do like ill in there. They're taking a special liking to my boy Ill in there. They give him extra <laughs> gravy in the in the yard shop. Them like them, them, them saying Tarlan broad. Them like him. Them like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they like you too. Do you know what it was? They like you too, bro. You was just standing. You was just standing behind me, so they didn't get a chance to see you properly. They didn't That's see me in all your majesty. They was experiencing yeah, yeah, your yeah. majesty. We've got a question. Let me ask this question. Hold on. Um, see what's uh, going on. Okay, so SK's changed his question slightly. Who is our strongest BMA, BA, oh, English, perhaps BAME public figure who could run for prime minister or local B, uh, local MP? I want to pause. I want to pause. I want to pause. Can I pause quickly? I don't like mm -hmm. this BAME phrase. What is this acronym here? Who created it? Did we create this? Black and ethnic minority. No, nah, man. Bun that, man. Bun that, man. Black. Say I the don't word. Like say it. it loud. Say it proud. Say it loud. Say I don't proud. like it. No, you, no, know, you know what? I don't like it because we're not a monolith. We're not all one thing. That's like saying all left-handed people are exactly the same. It's not the case. We're not all one thing. You can't just lump us in and, and just, just, just talk of us in that generalised form. I hate, I hate the term. Personally, it rankles me. It's lazy. It's, it's, la it's lazy, bruv. It's lazy, so I hate it. But, um, but yeah, in answer to the question, even though I don't necessarily love the question... I would say that... The phrasing of the question. The phrasing of the question. I would say that there are exponents in our community that are doing great work. The likes of David Lammy. Chuka Amuna, before he bottled it, was doing a great job. We've yet to see. And not even just... Not, not even just black and ethnic minority people. There are people that aren't within our communities who became disillusioned with the political process. A major example of that is, um, is David Miliband. Remember, Ed Miliband was the leader of the Labour Party, but his brother David is a much better politician, far more progressive, far more articulate, far more capable. He became uh, disillusioned with the whole, whole political process and he just busts out. Now he's earning what? seven what? figures. To, to, to David Miliband. What? He's what? earning seven figures at a, at a, a banking firm in New York. He bust, He completely just skipped out. He could be, now, if, if our political process was a better one, he would feel more inclined to stay and make his mark. But that all goes down to grassroots. So what we can do from our grassroots 
is we can make change in our local communities and then as a broader as a broader answer, kind of conversation there's me, more scope for change answer me a question yeah mm. the man them to get in on politics Would you say that again is it too late for the man then to just get in on politics? The Tate Party. What are you saying? I feel, like we've, I feel like we've got enough followers. Yo, don't gas me. Yo, don't gas me. <laughs> Yo, don't gas me. Because when ready? I went to the when I went to the most recent election in Waltham Forest, they had the recycle our bins twice a week party. Swear down. Recycle our bins twice a week party. How many votes did recycle our bins twice a week party get? They didn't get my vote. I'll let you know that much. <laughs> So if we're all standing for one thing, then I'm saying like every man can jump on just anything and we can just... All, all, all banter aside, don't you feel like that it's going to be for justice and for, you know, progressiveness and whatever? Don't you feel like it's going to have to be a party that does not exist yet? I, I, I don't believe in our two-party system. Don't get me wrong. The, li the Liberal Democrats exist. The Green Party exists. Scottish Democratic Party, all of these other parties exist, but essentially the only people that are ever going to win is Labour or Conservative. But there's so many flaws within those two parties that I can't, I can't put my full weight behind it. But if our whole community was politicised, if we were actively political, going to town halls, voting on a regular basis, making our opinions heard and our, and our votes count, why would we rely on the Labour Party? Why would we rely on the Conservative Party? Do you know what I mean? There's, it's, it's the power of the people. The Black Panther Party spoke about um, the power of the people, but they weren't out here just marching or setting fire to police cars. They were actually doing the work in their own communities. They was educating the young people. They was empowering people financially. That If you had a shop or a business idea, they would give you the startup money to make that a thing. It's, it's holistic. There's no one answer to making to making sure that the black community, and I have to speak about the black community because I am a long-standing 33-year-old member of the black community. It's all I've ever known. So that's where I speak from. In order to progress and make change, we have to start inward. Mm. It's, one thing to, it's one thing to kind of bring about this Black Lives Matter, and I completely appreciate the movement, but if at the end of the day we never change anyone's mind who's not outside our community does the work stop there no. or do we do we empower from within it can't it can't i feel like i feel like empowering empowering from within has to be the first step anyway 100 like, there's a lot of there's a lot of doubt within you know what i'm saying i don't want to go into the long the long uh, story about how we look at each other even to begin with but mm. there's a lot of doubt from within the black community so yeah going back to your black day, these things are very very important I need to switch a light on because I'm turning into sex dungeon mode. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need Hold to. On. No, no. As long as, as long as you sit forward, the light kicks in. There you go. There he is. I done. I done a little boost. I done the little. I got my little. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You up the ante a little bit, did you there? Uh, production levels are sky high, mate. Mate, I can see you as clear as day now, our kid. I tell you oh, that. Oh, ready, mate. HD. I tell you that. But yeah, man. man so come on with these questions. You aren't asking the questions, man. This yeah, is your hour. Let's get some more questions going, man. Let's get some more questions going, man. Let's talk some smack for a bit. Um, what music videos have you have you watched or listened to in the past few days, man? 
bruv. I've been watching this Chip Stormzy thing, but I think we might have to leave it till Wednesday, bruv. Okay. We can leave it till Wednesday. There's, there, I mean, at the moment, I can give you the inside scoop that there's been no replies publicly yet. I mean, okay. you know that. <laughs> no, but I, don't, I haven't really been paying attention to that, man. I feel like right now, everyone's on the end of the edge of their seat and that's where they need to remain until further notice. Until further so, notice, yeah. Further bro, notice. This light is bright. I feel like I'm squinting. Yeah, Do bro. I look like I'm squinting? Bro, you, need, you look like you need to let go of your eyes, bro. Get me? Sorry, you sorry. Know, you know what, yeah? In future... <laughs> Sorry, sorry. It's bright, man. I'm not used to this influencer life. In future episodes, you need to have sun. You need to have shades so that when you put the set into this level, you can just put the shades on. If you need to go and get your shades to save your eyeballs from burning, then you. Bruv, I feel like I need to put some sunscreen on right now, bro. I feel like there's a lot of UV going on in there, bro. Can yeah. I put my glasses on at least so I can read these questions, please? Hold on. We've got some quizzes coming in, have we? We've got a couple questions. So, w listen, this is your hour. Is that any better? Oh, I look mad, bruv. I look like Inspector Gadget now. Let's leave it. It's fine. Um, this is your hour, guys. This is your hour for you to ask us questions because I get bomb blasted all the time that we don't allow for enough interact. Oh, as I said it, one question. Here we go. <laughs> like this. <laughs> There's two questions, Ill. The first yes. question is sex dungeon, question mark. Okay. The second put, question put is... Put it up on there for us. No, I don't want to put it up, mate. I'm shy. Well, Miss Ashley Love, what would you like to know about the sex dungeon over at Dane's place? <laughs> Listen, it's my living room. And when it comes to these hours of night... No, allow me, bro, because I have to clean this up. <laughs> I'm not a person that likes, you know how in your house you've got the big light, the big light yeah. and the smaller. When it comes past 7 p.m., I'm not trying to use the big light. I like lamps, I like dim lighting. That's my yeah, vibe, okay. innit? So, like the vibe. Oh, I but anyway, <laughs> next question, whatever, shut up. Uh, how did you guys meet? What were your first opinions of each other? Jesus. What kind of question is that? Well, I mean, you need to answer it, bruv, because I just answered the sex dungeon one, so. What? question is that like really are we being interviewed are we being go on. well answer the question Ill. go on is this the same person that just asked you the sex dungeon question because if that's the case i think they're really interested in your views mate and i just need to sit here and you know do you know what no, i no, might no. i feel like i feel like i'm come gonna have a pod. sip of my sauvignon because my mouth is dry they need to come off the pod and let us sign in and just interview you live in, live and exclusively with all of us watching now how did we meet ill i'm trying to remember I think we met. I think we met a long time ago when you was um, part of a group. This is how long ago it was. You're part of a group. I met you. I met Cherry. I think I met you all at the same time. And uh, yeah, our first opinion of Dane was that he was a ve he was very talented. There you go. That's my first opinion. What was your first opinion, now, rude boy? I think, so I would have met Ill when I was 17. So we're talking 33 years ago. 33 years ago. 33. Uh, sorry, sorry. 16 years ago. I'm 33 now. 16 years ago is when I met Ill. The mass was mad, bro. <laughs> um, 16 years ago. Um, my first impressions of Ill was um, super professional. 
at the time I met Ill, not even in, in the DJ. Wait, wait, capacity. wait, 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 wait. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm feeling that, baby. I'm feeling oh, that. sorry, so I'm gassing you, I'm gassing you. Just lift, lift, lift the black brother up, man. Lift the black brother up, man. I'm keep going, keep going. That one. I deserve some accolades. Uh, accolades. Uh, yeah, no, I met Ill, I would have been 17. I was in a group at the time, vocal group, singing group. Um, Look at Cherry's comment, bruv. Look at Cherry's comment. Ill thought he was A&R. <laughs> Yeah, so this was this was a long time ago when I used to be a sweet boy and I used to sing in a in an R and B group, and um, Ill was I met him in the capacity as a sound engineer first of all, yeah, but also as a DJ. Um, yeah. And the one thing that struck me was his passion for his craft, yeah. um, his attention to detail. I was the one that vocal arranged most of our our group songs and stuff so me and ill would sit there and we would go through tunes with a fine tooth comb and kind yeah. of pick out and i think we were just kindred spirits in that sense and then i realized how much of a music man he was and he realized how much of a music man i was and it just went from there really so um so, so yeah but all this, all this political views and that, that all happened after. We were, we Way were, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a shared love of music that brought us together, first of all. So what about, so what about you, Miss Ashley Love? What was your first opinion on us? How about that? Yeah, you but you don't have to put that in the comments. Just think it for yourself, please. Let me, let me, let, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. What was your first opinion of um, not me? No, it's all right. It'll, anyway, moving on. So the questions, there's, there needs to be more questions because we'll go, I, I will, I'm happily to go to bed, you know. It's, it's, been, it's late on Sunday. So if you've got questions to ask us, by all means, ask us. There was one question that I missed. Oh, oh no. SK. So SK said, enlighten us on Chuka Amuna bottled it. Okay. So Chuka Amuna was part of the Labour Party. Black man, well, I, I can't remember if he's mixed parentage, mixed heritage, or like black, black. Anyway, he was part of the Labour Party and he was a rising star in politics. He's articulate, he's thought provoking, he's brilliant. He's always prepared, he, he's never caught short, he's proper. He was, sorry, Sauvignon hiccups. He was the type of representative that we've been looking for for a long time. And he became dis disillusioned under Corbyn's lead. And under Corbyn's lead, he didn't feel, although he, was, he had a place in the sh shadow cabinet, he didn't feel like what? it was like the foreign minister. Can you hear me? Sorry, it went, it went, I heard shadow cabinet and then it all went a little bit. Oh, sorry. So yeah, so he was part of the shadow cabinet. He, I can't remember which minister he was shadowing, um, but he just decided he'd had enough and he left and he joined, he created his own party. I forget what the name of the party was called. I don't even know if they're still in existence. This take party can run, fam. <laughs> the take party. Hands up if you'd vote for the take party. Unbelievable. Man, be the DJ for the take party, fam. Oh, bear with me. Oh, this is a big question, Il. It's What's so that? I can't even read it in the... Okay. So the question was, so regarding the video that I shared, what do you think about the statement, black men need a black woman and vice versa? That's basically the, the thrust of the question. Do you know what, yeah? Do you want me to go first? Go on, go first. Go first. Do you know what, yeah? Like... 
the creed and the colour, for me, the creed and the colour and the name won't matter. Yeah? Is that a song? I feel like that's a song from something. It is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> we used to learn that in school. The question is, will you, are you there? Do you get what mm. I'm saying? Like, I am married to a white woman. I do not give a monkey's uncle what anybody thinks about mixed races and this and that and the other. I feel like relationships are always going to be um, dependent on your surroundings, dependent on your upbringing, dependent on, get what I'm saying? Mm. All of that kind of thing. So I don't think it is important for you to base your partner on race relations. That's me. I am not um, right. I'm not wrong. That is my personal opinion. Mm. But what I do believe strongly is that being black, you should know what that means, where you mm. come from, where you're going. Mm -hmm. I believe that is imperative. Mm -hmm. Or you worry about your any kind of relation, relationship. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's imperative. Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, we all have self-esteem. We all have, you know what I'm trying to say, our, our personalities. We all have all of these things. And, you know, having the right information and the right knowledge before you, you know what I'm saying, start going out into the world can really help and shape your decisions. And, you know what I'm saying, make you make the right, if that make any sense. It makes complete sense. Um, and just to, just to respond to a follow-up question um, that Jade asked, okay, I assume she is woke. I can assure you, and I'm going to speak on behalf of my sis, because I take her, I'm not going to say her name, because she doesn't need to, I don't know that she wants to be put on, on, on blast like that. But she is so awake, she's an insomniac. Let's put it that way. Okay. Her, her upbringing um, and the community that she comes from, and I'm speaking on behalf of your wife, so tell me if okay. I'm out of step here. Yeah. Her upbringing and her values, her morals, her family yeah. are synonymous with our own yeah. struggle, I would say. Yeah. Um, I, don't think that, I don't think that you will find any family, specifically her family, I can't speak to the wider community, but her family, her brothers, her sisters, her parents, who are more welcoming, I wouldn't say accepting because they don't accept, they embraced. Yeah. I can speak for myself. When I go and go up and see Ill's wife's mum, she calls me son. There's always a warm plate for me and a warmer hug, a greeting. Like she's, she's, <laughs> they, they, they are a family who don't, who don't get bogged down in the semantics. At the heart of everything they do is an equality, is in a fairness and is in a love. And when I can speak to the question you've answered with regards to Ill's partner, wife, mm -hmm. She's an insomniac. She's so she's so awake. She's got bags under her eyes. If we want to talk about how woke she is, so let me answer in those terms. The question yeah. comes from a video clip in your DMs. The actress reason for that is because we mutually know each other's pain from racism and the effects on mental health. Well, she's experienced her own discrimination. She's arguably a minority ethnic. Yeah. So, I think she, she's not white English. She's been through her own discrimination. She's she's been through everything with regards to that. And I think we're not putting my missus on trial here. I'm just no, we're, we're definitely not. We're definitely not. But I think mm. there's no there's no harm in answering the question because your wife is to Perfect. all intents and purposes. I know this phrase is banded around, but she's completely an ally. Completely, she's not someone who needs to go up and read up on this because she lives it every day. 
she would be the first in line to defend the cause yeah. where, where other people would shirk or other people would hide behind or cower or pretend that they don't know what's going yeah. on. That's definitely not Ill's wife. Now me, I'm not married, so I can't talk about my partner being this race or that race. I've always been equal opportunities in terms of like, I'm, I don't, I don't favour one thing or another. For mm. me, it goes off of the person. You've got black people who are completely asleep. Yeah. And completely that's, asleep. That is the worst. You've got, you've got OJ Simpsons walking around like normal. That's, I call them OJs because they don't know who they are. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. okay. Do you get what I'm saying? There's enough of them walking around. So as far as I'm concerned, it comes down to mentality. Whether you're black, white, mixed, yellow, green, purple, pink, or polka dot. Mm. If your mentality is one of you're willing to learn about my culture, mm -hmm. you're willing to embrace my culture, you're willing to ask the difficult questions about yourself mm -hmm. in terms of how you assimilate into my culture, and vice versa, because it's a two-way stream, then then in those senses, it shouldn't be an issue. I appreciate for some people, they're not willing to do that work and it does become an issue, but I can guarantee you in this take environment, mm -hmm. it's been an issue. Anyone else got any more questions? I, I appreciate the question, don't get me wrong, but I yeah. have, to, I have to address that. I welcome it because you know what? There's people like that doctor, is it the doctor Ahmad? Um, what's his name that basically says the only way for us to, to stick <coughs> The only way for us to evolve is by sticking together and that, you know, many other races do not, like the Latin, he was an American guy saying the Latinos stick together, the whites stick together, we're the only people that are going out there and cross-breeding. Yeah. But if you're cross he's, he's always on the breakfast club. What's his name? Yeah. Doctor? It's a mod something. Oh, I can't remember his name. Someone will tell us in the comments anyway. I swear his name's Ahmad Johnson. Is it Johnson? Are you sure? Something like that. Because in the, then it's all confused because, you know, your first name's a bard, but your second name's your slave name. So it's all, it's all confusing. Yeah, it's tricky. Um, but yeah. Questions, guys. Questions. This is your time. Uh, how do we heal as a black community? Do you know what? That is a million dollar question that I don't have the answer to. I, I don't think I have the answer. Umar Johnson, that's him. His name's Umar Johnson, not Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson, that's the one. Umar Johnson, yeah. Do you know what I think, yeah, right? Was he a professional wrestler? This is banter now. <laughs> uh, this is banter. In terms of how do we heal as a black community, yeah? Like, this is, I'm going to go off at a tangent, but hopefully I'll get back to the base, right? Now, at a tangent, I'm going to talk about postcode wars, yeah? Right. Code wars are something that I hold very dear to my heart and it's one of the things that I have in my, you know, central line instead of my peripheral vision when we're talking about healing. Because I feel like we're using way too many young kings and young kings are not even allowed to even be aware that they're young kings. They're just in this post-code war nonsense. Do you hear what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's happening in every city. It's happening from Birmingham to Nottingham to London, all over the country, wherever there's a city, wherever there is a... Um, a black M's, which is run down and, you know what I'm saying, um, all in this postcode wars, and it is a nonsense. But then what happens is, for example, there's a kid in a postcode war, and then his best friend gets injured or attacked or whatever, 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 and now it's no longer a postcode war. 
it's a defensive it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a vendetta because you know you've attacked somebody close yeah mm -hmm. i feel the the first not even the first step but the big step that we need to heal eradicating these these divisions so young yeah you know because at, at my uh generation my generation i feel like every generation once you get out once you get to a certain age i'm being attacked here by a mosquito once you get to a certain age you realize that that life is is not anyway oh yeah one sec mum my stepmumsy just just came through with the cinema mother-in-law sorry stepmumsy this is me mother-in-law just came through with the cinema twists can you right. tell can you give her my love please tell her i'm coming to sheffield soon we'll do but it's, i can't even tell the camera the cinnamon the cinnamon twist just just and they're hot as well oh, i'm jealous bang, i'm jealous bang on cue i'm um, jealous um you was going to finish your point i don't want to interrupt you yeah so um i was talking about what was, oh, oh, see, that, I said I was going to make it back to the beginning. We're talking about healing, right? We're talking mm -hmm. about healing, yeah? So I feel like people, when people, once, if people can make it to a certain age, you know, into their late 20s, into their early 30s, they realise that all of that segregation is, is a waste of time because you've got a bigger problem, which, is, which then becomes either your children and your progression in life, you know, whether you can afford to buy a property, what you yeah. can afford to do going on in your life. So yeah. I feel maybe... You know, more um, mentors, more youth clubs, you know, like, but specifically within areas that need it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like on, that, on that point then, yeah. because someone has just made a comment in, and I want to give her a little bit of shine. Um, oh, that sounded bad as well. I want to shine a light on her. Um, Dawn Bermudez is a teacher in South London who I've had the benefit of getting to know over the last few weeks. Um, and she's told me some stories about how she's reaching the young men in her community, so much so that she might be on her way home from work and sees the young black boys just hanging on the ends and she'll go and stand up with them because she knows that they're not doing anything that's gratifying and she'll stand up with them until it's so awkward that they all just go home. Which teacher, you, which teacher do you know who puts, we've all got that one teacher in secondary school or primary school that to this day, we recognise as someone who vouched for us. Do you get what I'm saying? So I want to shine a light on Dawn for that because she's just put some comments in, in, in the, she's just written in the comments. Um, for what I can do to heal my community, I am trying to erase generational mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um... I know you're giving us, bruv, you're fully clapping down the cinnamon twist. I'm trying to, for my own benefit, I'm trying to erase generational mistakes. I posted a video last week where the guy was at the march and he was talking to the 16-year-old who was about to go and do a madness and loot and set fire. And he said, your dad is angry at 46. I'm angry at 31. You're angry at 16. You need to do different. We don't have the answers. You need the answers. What I'm trying to do in my mentorship, I mentored, well, it was six. It's now eight young men. And what I, no, it, it, I, don't, I don't even think it deserves a clap because I feel like we should all be giving back. Bro, bro, bro. You have to celebrate every, every step in life, you know. You have to celebrate every step. You know what I'm saying? It's I hear you. Back, so, I, yeah. 
I just, I just feel like it's my duty. And what I, I have daily conversations with these young men. My phone is always open to them. I can imagine when I have my wife, she's going to have to be very, very understanding. At, at one mad o'clock at night, I'm going to be getting a call from a young man who just wants some advice. And what I try and show is that I've reached so far based off what I have. Mm -hmm. The way I look at it, this is the best way I can describe it, yeah? When I was growing up, I had the benefit of my mum's input. Mm. I had the benefit of her reading with me at night. I had the benefit of her looking at my homework. And if there was a mistake on the written page, she would rip it up and make me write it again. And although mm. that seemed like tough love at the time, my handwriting is immaculate now. And I'm so fastidious over not making mistakes. When my sister came along, not only did she have the benefit of my mum, but she also had the benefit of me. So if she came out with grades that weren't better than mine, something's gone wrong. And mm. so said, so done, where I thought I smashed it with however many A's and A stars, she won up to me. And at every stage, she's won up to me because she's had the benefit of what my mum went through and what I went through. When I have my children, if my children get worse grades than me, then they haven't failed. I've failed. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Because they've got the benefit of my experience. I can teach them where I went wrong and show them where to go right. And I take the exact same opinion with my mentoring. When I was their age, my oldest is 19. He's doing an engineering degree at Durham. When I was their age, the biggest part of me was my temper. And my temper undermined everything that was good about me. But being an older man now, I'm able to say to them, I know your head's hot. I know your head is hot. I know it's hot, but this is how you deal with it. And when you deal with it like this, this is the result you get. And being able to have those conversations that a lot of our black fathers are not having, that's the long and short of it. A lot of our black fathers are not having. My black father didn't have it with me. I have the benefit of his younger brother, my uncle Edward Hippolyte, who is a king amongst men. I had the benefit of him in my life. But what good is his, what good is his input in me if I'm not passing it on. Mm -hmm. So when I say, how do we heal? As much as I'm burning as a 33 year old man, you're killing me, bro. All right, stop showing off, man. You're getting on my This is crazy. As much as I'm burning as a 33 year old man, I know there's a 17 year old, 17 year old out there burning and wanting to go and set fire to things and whatever. But my 33 years on this earth has taught me enough to say that there's a better way to do it. And so that's the way I heal, so that my trauma doesn't become their trauma. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's how I heal. Listen, that's one way. There are a million ways to heal, but because I don't know the million, I just actively work on the one that I'm aware of. And so that's, in my opinion, that's how we heal. For me, that's how I heal. And that's how I heal the ones that are to come behind me. The saying is each one teach one. You nailed it, bruv. With your mouth full, but you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to send a shout out to my, to my mother-in-law, yeah? That cinnamon twist. I, I didn't even want to eat two of them at this time of night, but fantastic. Still hot out the oven. Sensational. Trust all me. right, you're making me want to drive up the M1 now. Give it a rest, all right, mate? Thank you. Thank you very much. That, that was But no, I, I, I applaud you. I applaud you. Man to man thing. I applaud you, bruv. Like, no, no. Well, not the man to man thing. That's pause. Big man thing, yeah? I applaud you, yeah? Like, let's say it's, it's easy to say certain things. It's harder to actually follow through with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's very important. But that's why me being me, I just like, 
I don't have the I know that we need to eradicate the foolishness going on. Like, for example, you did that teacher standing outside in the street and stopping people from loitering. Mm -hmm. It's positive. You know mm -hmm. We need everyone doing that. It, mm -hmm. it reminded me of um, once there was a teacher, some, I think it was Northwest London, there was a teacher that ended up getting murdered for getting involved in, in the beef at one period in time. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Like, all of these things are happening. It's like, there, there's no correct way to do it. Yeah. You get involved in them loitering and something like that happens. You know what I'm saying? But I think just do your best, man. Whatever, whatever makes sense, you just do your best, I suppose. 100%. 100%. So what we got going on? Say that again? And I'm just looking at some comments now because we've been ignoring comments the whole day. And these, lot are, these lot are scared to ask questions, you know. These lot always want to DM me with their feedbacks, but no one's willing to ask the questions. We're here to answer the questions. We've got, but, 50, we've got 17 minutes left, so if you've got a question to ask, but now's your golden there, opportunity. Some never have a man in their life, which is very true. Um, I have a son, but I'm the mother of seven. I have one son, but I'm the mother of seven. I hear what she's saying. Yeah, it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. That's the proverb, isn't it? It takes a village to raise a child. They might not be your biological son, but you have a duty to them and they have a duty to honour you. So I respect it completely. Yeah, I'm just going through some comments here. Rolling through the comments against feeling sad. I have just had a conversation with a black man and he's pissed off. He's pissed me off. So really just wanted to listen to these chat up the mood is but I'm out of the comments. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of there. You're done, yeah? yeah? I'm done. Um, Dawn, with regards to your last comment about the students being back tomorrow, we've had the conversation. Myself, I've had the conversation. Uncle Eddie's had the conversation. We can make that thing go further. But that's just about kind of putting things in place. Um, there's another person that I want to shine a light on as well. I don't know if she's still in here. Phoenix Red, another teacher. I think she teaches a younger group. So she teaches at the primary age. And I don't even want to jump the gun and put your things on blast. But she's come up with a really, really, really innovative way mm -hmm. to teach the young people about what's going on in terms of Black Lives Matter and to be able to field their questions. Because kids are coming back from this corona with a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. A lot of confusion. Uh, she's 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 onto something brilliant. And what I hope is that it catches fire and every borough picks up what she, she's got. So, when I tell you she's got a nugget that can change things for a generation. And I, I know that sounds like a bit of like, I'm exactly. No, she's onto, bruv, she's onto something. So just make sure she gets it, gets it, on, gets it going then, man. 100%, bruv. And for what I can do in my small capacity, even if it's introducing her to the right formats where that thing can fly, she's mm. genuinely onto something. And to t it's, you, the young kids are like sponges. Children are like sponges. I don't believe in talking to a child in Goo Goo Gaga because yeah. that's not teaching a child nothing. Speaking full sentences. Children at that age are receptive to so much around them. Languages, children at that age will pick up a language quicker than an adult will. Of course. Children between two and seven will pick up a brand new language mm -hmm. quicker than an adult will. That's why so many children are walking into primary school and they're already bilingual. They're going to parents' evenings and they're translating between their parent and their teacher. Children. Mm. They are sponges. So if that age, if at that age you can fill a child's mind with pure goodness, 
Imagine what the cake, the the possibilities are endless. I'm a I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of that no guru gaga stuff. Like I I don't I'm not saying I don't I frowns on it man when I see people doing it. I understand it. You know what I'm saying, but I frowns on it when I see people doing that. My 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 first child, she was talking at two and a half. Mm. Fluent. Hundred percent. And I believe it was due to the fact that there was no Google Gaga. Yeah, yeah, this is this. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. My godchildren get annoyed at me because they'll ring and ask me for things, and I'll start speaking French. And if they can figure out what the answer was in French, then they can get whatever it was that they asked for. Level up. <laughs> Roll like that. Oh, can I get the new FIFA? If you can understand my response in French, then you can get the new FIFA. You know, yeah, like that. Because yeah. at the end of the day. It's about empowering yourselves. It's about giving yourself skills. It's about giving yourselves the ability to make you competitive in today's market. Bruv, listen, I, when I, I, as much as I feel like sorrow for what's happened and the lives that we've lost, and I'm awake to the opportunity. We've got a young generation who are capable of writing code and, and doing so much stuff with technology that us fuddy daddies, because I consider myself a fuddy daddy now, I'm getting to that age. My godson's teaching me about how to do this and do that and make your Instagram bang. My godson, he's 16. Mm. I look at the possibilities and I say to myself, these are minds that if focused on the right thing can change the world, can mm -hmm. absolutely change the world. But all it takes is just us taking the time. And I know I sound preachy, and apologies, because it's late on Sunday and the Sauvignon is kicking in. But I promise you, like... Oh, bro, I've got to tell you something, though, fam. Mm. I believe our future. Say that again? I believe that children are our future. Can't remember the next line. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. That's right. That's right. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. I just, is it, did she sing the original to that? Yeah, greatest love of all, yeah. Or did she? I swear someone else done I don't, I, It might be a cover, but she's the only, she's the only version that matters, to be yeah. fair. Well, there was Eddie Murphy in um, Coming to America. Oh, Elliot, I'm so sick of you, bro. Which? I'm so uh, sick of you. Session chocolate! Session chocolate! Session chocolate! Session chocolate! But listen, but, on a lighter note, apparently, Coming to America 2 was approved. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happened. I'm, I think it might all be a Tyler Perry um thing. No, 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 no. It's it's um it's uh Kenya Barris, the same guy that does Blackish. Oh, for real? He's doing he's doing coming to America that, too. Oh, that is dope, but yeah, so that's interesting. But yeah, man. Do I, you know your stupid comment has got comments banging, bro? Right now, this bro, there's me trying to uh, sound bro, intelligent, and you're like, I believe their children are the future. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of I you, I believe they're the future, man. Let them lead the way. Let them lead the way. Only here will you get DJ Ornis singing on the podcast. Only here. Only yeah, here. Just a quick one line. Just a quick one, one line where it's not hard to, to get me. I can do that, bro. Do you know how many times I've been on the other side of the mixing board and I've had to try to, to give the, the right note to the person? Do you know how many times I've done that? Bro, my sessions, yeah, when I was when I was an engineer, my sessions could never be recorded because I'm active like that. No, 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 you got to try and, you got to try and, you know, like, with your stomach, with your stomach, like, Wrap <laughs> <laughs> me around for anyway, man. It's all good. I'm sick of you, bruv. I'm sick of you. It's I'm all sick good. of you. But I'm no, you know what? 
as much yeah. as we joke, because you know what? It's important. And the funny thing is, regular listeners of our podcast, mm-hmm. the people who've just joined us on Insta Live, the Insta Live podcast that we've had have com- taken on a completely different tone than our previous mm-hmm. podcast. I think that's fair to say, right? Definitely. But the situation demands it. But at mm-hmm. heart, we are two fun-loving criminals. Like We love to bun joke and just enjoy life. So... At this moment, I would suggest going back on Spotify and just listening back to some of the stuff we did before we started going live. Because yeah. I feel yeah. like, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like we always did cover some, we always did cover some real shit. We always yeah, well, no, there was a balance. There was definitely yeah. a balance of, of serious and brevity, definitely. <laughs> What's this, I said, your vocal cords are nice and warm now at this time of the evening. Thing for us. She gotta be talking to you, man. She gotta be talking to you. Yeah, Cause you know what it is? It's the alcohol within the grapes that dries out the larynx. So, uh, 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 but on hold after lockdown, we'll continue. Looking forward to that. Now, listen, like that. What that that film is literally. You know, sometimes, like for example, back to the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future was was filmed in one year. Yeah. And then about three or five years later, they done a sequel. Yeah. And the sequel to Back yeah. to the Future was... Back with Coming to America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so yeah, supposedly, this, the, the, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. The plot... I'm here, I'm here. The plot to Coming to America 2 is that Akeem is visited in Zamunda by his long lost son from New York. He was chirps in my girl, McDowell's daughter. He's had relations and he's born an heir to the throne. So this heir to the throne comes to Zamunda to claim his throne. A bit like how my man Killmonger did it in Black Panther. He's coming back to claim. It's not Wakanda though, it's Zamunda. So, yeah. But I'm here for it, I'm here for it. It would have been sick, yeah, if instead of calling it Wakanda in the books, they'd have called it Zamunda. Just for a little bit of a little series link. A little continuity. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little... <laughs> and and you know what, yeah, can I tell you one of the funniest things ever, yeah? I know I'm going off to the left, yeah, completely right now, but it's that time. One of the funniest things ever is have you seen Black Panther? Yeah. Have you seen the actor that's a kid that's pretending to be Forrest Whitaker? And he, he's acting like, he's acting. Stop it. Like, Elliot, don't do that, mate. Elliot, don't do that, bro. And you, and you don't clock. You don't clock until the middle of the film when you realise that it's Forrest Whitaker and he's acting like this. That is one of the greatest pieces of film. That is one of the greatest pieces of film out here in these Marvel streets. I just had to tell you guys that. Ill. What's up? <laughs> Bruv, please don't get us taken off air. I feel like Forrest Whitaker's Lazy Eye needs an Oscar. Oh, just because that. Have we spoken about Godfather of Harlem before? Not on the no, not on these pods, but on the last pod we did, on the pre-Corona pods we did, definitely. Yeah, might, if you haven't might. seen it, watch Godfather of Harlem. Amazing might, series for that. Because that that or just the writer of that might or something. Because that's cold. But yeah, shout out to everyone who's in here with us. We're just fooling around now. It's yeah. uh, a little bit of brevity to end the pod, I would say. Yeah. 
That's it. Well, all right, mate. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm signing out, mate. I'm, I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. I'm gonna go and finish. I'm gonna go and get fat with my bake. Oh, these are still hot. They're still warm, bruv. Oh, you're showing off, bruv. If the new car was already here, bruv, I would be driving up the M1 right now. Don't worry, I'll kid. Anytime you're there, you we're up north, mates. Just tell mama I'm on my way soon. Tell her I'm on my way and I've I've missed her appreciation. Will do, and and, and the, the the drinks here waiting for you, mate. Because I, you hear me? It's out here. We can, you think you could be lifted? Particularly, <laughs> that's twice he's sung in one pod. So you've had all the singing you need. Listen, guys, thank you for sticking with us. This is the Take Podcast. Um, yeah, we we appreciate your support. Keep it locked to at the take pod for all information and what we're doing and look out for we've got some more stuff happening and follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and what other podcasts you find this on. This is what I want you to do, right? If anything we've discussed today has touched a nerve, has provoked a thought, I want you to send this to three people. Three people who you think need to hear this conversation. For whatever reason you deem it necessary, Three people you feel like need to hear this conversation, send it to them. Mm. The live streams will be up on both of our channels. The audio will be ready. Sauvignon hiccups are real. Yeah. I do apologise. The audio will be ready very soon. You can find us on Apple, on Spotify. Just follow the links in all of our bios. That's myself, Dane says, DJ Illness UK and the Take Pod UK. You can find the links available send it to people let's let's continue this conversation because it's no point us having a conversation in our echo chamber here there's people out there that need to hear it so do your bit we'll do our bit and you'll do your bit all right then I'll keep... enjoy your dessert <laughs> thank you very much for joining us this has been the take podcast dane says dj honest love and light guys peace